at 60 minutes. And Accompanied by their manager, Hello, everybody, and welcome to Into the Smowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. If you like what we talk about here on the show, give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. And if you like us on the podcast feed, please give us a five-star review and comment on the video with your thoughts. You can also follow the Galaxy Geeks everywhere on social media at Galaxy Geeks EL, and you can follow us on Twitch at Galaxy Geeks Channel. I am your host, Elon McKegg, and joining me, as always, is the power couple of the Galaxy Geeks. Uh, Luke, I was called Luke Audrey, and Audrey <laughs> Stuttered. That is their name. And before we even go even further, before we go, we just wanted to state this at the top. Normally, we like to save the good, bad, and the geeky part of our show at the end, because that's the main event. It's sort of like... The um, match recaps are the undercard, and then the good, the bad, and the geeky are the main event. Well, due to our good friends over at Spin from the Real getting a great exclusive interview with Christian Harloff at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, 6 Mountain, and 5 Western Time, we have decided that um, that we are going to do the, our good, the bad, and the geeky at the beginning of our show. That way, if when we get to the match recap stuff, if you all don't want to hear us go through the match recap, you can go over, check out that interview because I mean, we're here to spread the love spin from the real. They've been behind us a hundred percent and we wanted to make sure that they get the love that they deserve. And I want everyone to go see that interview because it's going to be a great interview. And yeah, that's all I got. Luke, do you got anything? Also, it, it for another thing from Spin from the Real, Allison Salamone, uh, she has done a thing where she will, for every person who tags himself in a crazy socks today for Down, Down Syndrome Awareness Day, she will donate $1 up to $200, which is such a good cause. Uh, we, I've got, cause. I know people that have dealt with Down Syndrome, family members who who have family members who deal with it. And I think that's such an incredible cause. And, you know, I, I think it's great. Also, um, I'll bring this up because Brian brought it up and we will talk about this more, more later on. Christian talked about you guys on one of the episodes of Big Thing, which was, first off, was incredible. Yeah. I, I, I cannot believe that we were even talked about because um, what? Well, <laughs> let's not forget, Brian. Let's not forget. He talked about us on... Shmodown backstage first, and then we got mentioned on the big thing, which is a major. I feel like I don't know about YouTube, but this feels like a major accomplishment for us. I feel like we've we have piqued the interest of many people. Well, it's a slow growth. I I want to thank everyone who joins us weekly. I really appreciate it, and honestly, this has been just it's been great. It's been absolutely great. Um, Audrey, what's your thoughts before we start talking to the chat? 
Well, thoughts on the Down syndrome. Um, I do have a little cousin who has Down syndrome, and I got to see the most adorable video over the weekend of him prom posing to a girl. It was precious. He got down on one knee and everything. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, also, like getting shout outs. I'm like, just see Luke's reaction. I think he's about to start crying. <laughs> see. Hearing, hearing Luke about to cry, it's like the moment when I met Koi in person. And I legitimately, right in front of Koi, started to cry. <laughs> Very similar to that. So well, yeah, it, it's great. So uh, so everyone knows, so we will keep up with everything. We will do the introduction, which we're doing now. Then we'll talk to the chat. Then we'll do the good, talk to the chat. Bad, talk to the chat. The geeky, talk to the chat. We want y'all to be a part of the conversation. So get yourself together for what you find is good. Let's go ahead and talk about people in the chat. Brian, howdy ho. What's up, Brian? Hey, Brian. Brian. Love the title of the video. You guys make LL Cool J proud. Well, we really that's appreciate all, it. That's all him. That is all him. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, ooh, that sounds like a good name. <laughs> Brian, Christian talked about you guys on the episode of The Big Thing, which honestly, I'm so yeah. grateful for. He also brought us up on backstage from Javier. Yes, that was yeah. great. Um, I saw backstage and I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Expect our little thing of when we when we heard about that and we we're like, oh, okay, that's us. He's talking about us. Thank, thank you, Javier. Honestly, I see our group. I see the people who come each week, and I see our channel. We're the underdogs, and I like to consider ourselves underdogs who we want to encourage everyone we can. We have a small small group that come and watch us each week, but we are so thankful for every single person who does. And you're the underdogs, and you are loved and cared for here, and. We're so thankful that you come up, be a part of us each week. Also, yes. um, that's just a dust particle in Luke's eye that makes him cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not yes. crying. He's not, not crying. It's no, just it's dust. Just yeah, it's just us. We, 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 we just uh, got, got our uh, our bathroom done, so that's why. That's why. <laughs> There's yeah, the contractors came by. Was yeah, it that not. or was it like the Google verification thing you got in mail Saturday to make us legit? Wait, we're, whoa, hold on. Oh, I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, you for, look, <laughs> I'm discovering, come on, like Google verification. What? Okay, look, we're going to take a timeout from Internet <laughs> Galaxy and we're going to talk about this. What happened? Okay, so we got in the mail the, from Google AdSense, our pin so that we can now get money after we hit the $100 mark for uh, YouTube. So that's another, you know, plus. <laughs> Rolling. Rolling on a river. Let's go. <laughs> I probably should like tell my partner like stuff that's going yeah. on, you know? Yeah, Luke. <laughs> I mean, what you, you tell one partner that, but what about the one that helped start the thing? Well, you see. No, no. Love you, I don't, don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But anyway, we're good with introductions. Everyone, thank you so much for joining in the chat. And it is time for us. Unless another little comment. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. Thank you so much, Ryan. Everyone, right, get, get your uh, comments in for the good because we're about to dive into it. Yes, and we're gonna about we're gonna dive in it. In three, two, one, it's time to talk about the good. And we are talking about the good of the storylines and the show. We're gonna start with Audrey. Nope, that's Luke. Audrey. Other side. It's so hard when it's like I gotta do stage right, stage left rules. We're gonna start with Audrey. <laughs> 
Audrey, tell us, what did you think was good about episode three of Friday Night Titans? Uh, the story was more interesting to me this time. And like, no disrespect to Christian Harloff. It's just last episode. It was, I struggled. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we, got, this... we got called out by Winston and Coy. Oh, that's so funny. Apologies. Like, it's not a bad, it was just that one episode. Okay, it happens. But um, I love the storyline. It was intense. It was emotional. It definitely kept my attention. I'm like, I want more. Yeah. <laughs> like, nice. we were eating before the show. I'm like, do you mind if we watch the showdown? Like, I need a review. And Luke's like the proud papa look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> He's like... <laughs> No, that's the reason why he had something in his eye. Because it was like, let's watch about that again. (laughs) 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 Anything else besides the stories? Hmm. What were your thoughts on the matches? Are they in the good or are they in the bad? Okay, the matches were good. I liked the questions. Again, like... Some, a lot of questions I feel like I got, then others, I'm like, I was scratching my head. I'm like, I've never heard of this movie. I've never seen this movie. So it was really good. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's great to hear. You, are, you go, go next. Oh, I go next? Yeah. All right. So, so if everyone watched The Big Thing, I'm sorry, I have to reference The Big Thing for this because Christian specifically, look. He called us out, but he said one of them was a wrestling fan and pointed out he was basically calling me out for like how I looked at it. But last week, this is how this week is exactly what I wanted when I was talking about last last week. For example, last week, there was only really one because um, I wanted the main story to be the main event of last week. And we only got one cutscene dealing with the main event last week, whereas this week. We had two cutscenes that dealt with the main event, making this main event the main story throughout. And I think that's what I really like. That was the story, was Sam is back, Barbarian is going to be faced, they're going to face each other, number one contender, and I felt the story was so strong, was stronger in this. And then um, the stuff with... Um, the movement, that was so much fun to watch, and I very much enjoyed this new iteration of JTE and THE Paul Preston. And then the matches, I mean, these were two of the... As of right now, these are two of the best matches of the season, because they were all nail-biters. They were both nail-biters. And then, at the very end, just the final cutscene, we'll talk about that in the Geeky and where we think that can go, but, like, that final cutscene, I was my eyes were welling up in tears in that final cutscene with corruption. So yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's hard for me to pick a negative this week. I feel like this was a very strong episode to come off of the episode two. So yeah, I just, in my opinion, this was a stronger episode than episode two. I still think episode one had like the takes the cake so far, but as of right now, episode three, great episode in my opinion. Wow, Eli, I, I'm actually shocked by that because for me, I would say this episode was much better than the first one. I, I'm just saying, like, the story with Ethan, like, in episode one is still some, was a lot, again, it's going to be hard to top that one. Yeah, right I, 
honestly, this episode was great. I thought it was done so well. I just wanted to shout out Frank Janice and Jen Sturger. Those two are gems. Like they, like Frank running around doing interviews and how good of an announcer he is and how good of an interviewer. You really see it on screen. He, he doesn't, he does not do a bad job at all, job at all. And he's normally just the math guy, but he's so good at interviewing and you really see it on screen. And I think people really recognize it and they make, they get very comfortable talking to him and you can see that through the acting styles. And so he's such a gem to be able to really bring in cut scenes. And then also you've got Jen Sturger at the end who just gets so good conversations out of everyone. She gets people comfortable even after a loss, they just feel comfortable talking to her. And so having those two throughout the, the show is so great. And I love that about it. I think using Frank the way they are, and especially for the cutscenes, works because it gets people comfortable talking, being able to have someone to do a scene with. And I just thought it was great. I mean, the matches were so much fun to watch. I thought... Sam Levine, and we'll dive into it on the geeky, but wow, man, yeah. he was he was playing great. Right. Also, you could really see how good of an actor he was throughout mm -hmm. it. He just had this chill vibe about him, and I, I love that. I love that chillness that he was throwing on screen, and you could really feel it. Honestly, it was so good. I, I, I gotta say, this might be my favorite episode yet, because I, everything worked. I will say, Frank had vibes of like a Renee Young or Todd Phillips. In WWE, they were backstage interviewers. So Frank very much filled that role of the backstage interviewer, where, where Christian, this episode, was very much the ring announcer. And then you had Ken and Mark and Andrew being the commentators. And I very much, like, as a wrestling fan, it's, it's nice for me to go, oh, wrestling moment, wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. It's like, I'm, like, being able to find all those analogies is so great. And I... I really hope they keep Frank in this backstage interviewer role because he yes. killed it this episode. Well, well, I mean, and I love Andrew on the desk. Oh, a hundred percent. Wow, he was great he, on the desk. He was, and he just he gives such a good energy with Mark. They mm -hmm. they really work together. Like Audrey, what do you think of Mark and Andrew on the desk? I think they did really good together. Like, I am I am shocked though that Andrew didn't try to say anything because if you remember back in season seven, Andrew was on Sam's faction when oh, Sam was yeah. managing. So it was I was a part of me was waiting for Andrew to say something, but when he didn't, I was like, all right, I'm fine with that. But it would have been a nice little like, boop. Yeah, I honestly I don't disagree. I th I thought they would have, but. Even still, I mean, I don't have much else to say. Just, I mean, we'll dive into everything on the geeky. I mean, I can't yeah. say that last that last scene. Me and Audrey just watched it while we were eating, and oh, that scene was so good. It mm. was so emotional, and you felt it from Shannon. And oh, and oh, here's one good that I'm gonna say: Marisol, she is killing it. I mean, just doing incredible. I mean, and she even talks about in the past where she is not the most uh, gifted on speaking, but I, I don't think, I don't think so. I think she's mm -hmm. incredible. I'm just like, what is going on? So in saying that, let's go and move into the chat. What's the chat talking about right now? How? What are their goods? 
not giving Eli any info like Jill, not telling the view, view crew about advising the flash. See? <laughs> You're the... You traitor! <laughs> well, wait till this one. <laughs> I'm opposed to anyone supporting anyone or anything, but yours is the one of three after shows I watch, so puff out your chest and put the rest of, of these in their place. <laughs> Love you, brother. Brother Lomas. Lomas, my, Yes. My player, thank you. My brother, thank you, my brother. <laughs> Brian, uh, I like the movement with Paul getting his first win in teams and Sam coming back and playing perfect. Yes. Yes, that's so good. I also love Barbarian's jab at Sam with saying that only three people who won't work with Sam are Judd Apatow, Tarantino, and the usual suspects. That's oh, so man, that good. Hurt. Because, that... look, for anyone who doesn't know this, Judd Apatow, he worked with um, Sam in Freaks and Geeks. He worked with Tarantino on Inglorious Bastards, and then Usual Suspects is obvious. Uh, James Gunn replied to Harloff after sharing the Peacemaker dance. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that. that. I did yeah, not I see that. that. That's awesome. The social media behind this season has been great. Particularly this one match. For matches, episode three was the best for story. Episode one was great. See, I think Brian gets my thoughts. I think that's my thoughts exactly. Ryan, this episode of me was top from this year, both from matches and storyline. Yes. Yeah. Guy's great at the desk, but I miss him competing. Maybe he'll compete in the the uh, first. Free for all. Free for all. Free for all. Yes. Oh, like, man. That um, would be so cool. And then flicking real. Only thing better than Andrew on the desk would be him back in the ring. It seems like not only is this season a reboot, but it also seems like this to be the season of the comebacks. Yes. Let's go. Also, I want to be shocked. Put freaking um, Andrew Guy on. I don't know if they have enough people. Put him on the den. Team action. Back together. Wildberries, Sam, Levine, etc. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. Like, this is a really good season for... And I think this was designed that way on purpose. Because a lot of the players that didn't play, was it was because of the digital era. And they really didn't want to come back. But now that digital is over, they are coming back. So it's... Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see what happens in the future, but with everything that one, is good. One sec before we dive into the bad, I do want to bring up some good that we have talked about from our bads. I might I said last week that I was really focused on like I felt like the thumbnails needed to change up some, but I might be wrong. The th the show's doing so well on views and it's growing. I mean, each week it's getting more and more views and having more of a an outreach to everyone and so i might have been wrong and if that's the case awesome i hope i i want this thing to work go well and i i think i might have been wrong there also the camera work has gotten so much better mm -hmm. i mean i had no issues with camera work this week um uh other than that storyline worked great and so i think all my bads from the past few weeks most of them have been fixed i mean so great Going from that, going into what we disliked about this episode, Audrey, was there anything that you disliked about this episode? My people on my fantasy draft keep losing. <laughs> I mean, look, look, it's not our fault. I'm just stating that right now. Look, can I also say, I just want to point this out to the audience. I forgot that Paul was on Luke's faction. I forgot all about that. So this week I was going, oh yeah, Audrey's the only one that might get some points. And then I looked at the rosters and saw at the very top of Luke's list, 
Paul Preston. I was like, dang it. <laughs> you, you got, got another one. See, here's mine. Here's Audrey's. And here's Eli's. All right. Hold on. No, wait. We'll talk about it when we get to predictions. Okay. Bring me back up. I'm the I'm the moneymaker. Anyway, <laughs> um, anything else besides, unfortunately, your players not getting um, injuries? I can't really think of anything negative. I really like the episode. All right. Uh, Luke, any negatives? I think my only negative, really, I think there's still some audio issues. Mm-hmm. Like, you can hear it within the episodes. There's some audio issues. Um anything really else um this is kind of no i'm gonna leave that for geeky all right nothing really else bad um i'm really struggling this week because it was such a good episode yeah i'll say there's one thing that i noticed and this is like a very technical like you have to catch it in editing phase where whenever they would um be like at a two shot at times or like go, be going to a two shot and they would cut to it. The digital, like the scoreboards for each team would flash up before they would pop up. Mm. So it was one of those like, oh, and that was only for the first match. And it was one of those where I was like, oh, that's not supposed to be happening. But again, it's a very minute technical thing that if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't notice. But because my job is editing, I noticed it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Let's uh, let's bring up the chat real quick, and we got to uh, run through real quick to get to the geeky. Yep. All right, we've got... Um, all right, what is it? This episode, to me, was... That was already was, said. Oh, okay, okay. Um, guys, great at the desk by missing... That was already said. Yep, 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 it was. Only thing that was already than... done. That was already done. Okay. There is. Now. I will not accept any Andrew Guy return unless they give me a Matt Nos return first. Let's get both of them. Oh, that would be fun. That would be so much fun. But that, I don't think we're going to get a Matt Nose because Roka is not coming back. Ah, maybe free-for-all. Yeah, maybe. All right, Brian, I agree, Brother, Brother Lomas. Uh, for me, the only baddest guy is saying that Barbarian is a triple threat player when he never played in teams. Oh, I never noticed that. Yeah. That, that is yep. true. Like, It's hard to say you're a triple threat player when you've only played in two divisions. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, then I felt that the bad is the, mo- the moment second round where they already use their free free repeat of the options, but try to use it again at one, but was given more time to answer. Yeah, that was yeah, that was, that was, that was um, weird. Yeah, that was something I noticed, and I didn't think about it in like here this moment, but it was one of those. Oh well, uh, uh, it's one of those. Again, with every game, any sport, you're gonna give some leniency, and not even leniency, but like miss some things like referees do that all the time so speaking of that i remember when it like um the first match and the second match i don't know if they meant to do this but two of the questions like basically had the same answer like it was the actress from rogue one and um oh that was i remember it was felicity jones is that her name yeah it was it was um one of the questions was in match one and then the other question was in match two. Yes. Mm. So it was like, yeah. When when that happened, I was like, oh, that's an interesting coincidence. So Eli, <laughs> Peggy Govins is in the chat. This one wasn't already done. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, Peggy. How you doing? It's great to see you. Hey. See? Good morning, Peggy. See, look. Luke, you're trying to instigate stuff. I, I didn't start Luke nothing. is trying to instigate. <laughs> Peggy is in the chat. 
So yeah, I think that's all our bad for this week. Let's go ahead and dive into the good or the geeky. Yes, the geeky. Who wants to start? Hold on. We've been starting with Audrey. Let's start with Audrey. Audrey. <laughs> okay. Um, geeky. So I don't know if it's really geeky. I think like the emotion, Sharon is her name. Shannon, like Shannon. Shannon, Shannon. I thought that was so I know it's like she acted that really, really well. Yes. And um at the beginning I was just cracking up when Gucci was trying to sell that guy's socks. Hey, here's here's a sock. It's vintage. Hold on. It's vintage. It's vintage. It has a legend on it. Got a legend. Well, there's no legend on this sock, but there is a foot about to be in it soon. <laughs> Look, I have prop comedy. Oh, crap. Prop comedy. Prop comedy. Anyway. Everyone knows what my socks look like now. Anyway. Um, Audrey, yeah. anything else? Um, can I get a tiara to wear on the show? I can be the queen of the galaxy geeks. I'm not against it. <laughs> I can certainly do it. He can, but he's got to 3D print everything else first. Uh, you're not wrong there. Yeah, I'm not. All right, Eli, yeah. you dive into your geeky. Oh, no, no. You go first, because you know if I go, I'm just going to go. Well, first off, I thought the final scene was so incredible. Mm. I I think... I, I really think it was just so... You brought emotion, and the fact is, this is a hard thing to bring emotion in, because... A lot of us really know the players a lot more than what you would with it, with wrestling. But the fact that you go into the scene and you feel the emotion, you feel Shannon's mistakes, you see where, where you what happened, and, and you really dive into like the loss and the feeling of, wow, even though we know behind the curtain it's scripted, but now you don't get to see deception anymore. That's, yeah. that's a heartbreak. I mean that there's emotion there, and now, honestly, Shannon doesn't get to work with uh, with with the Cowdy anymore, mm -hmm. and that's and that's heartbreaking. That's emotion, and that's what's really good about the Schmodown that we get to remember is, yeah, things are scripted, but once someone doesn't get to play with someone else, there's still this loss. There's still emotion, and you felt it. You felt it from Shannon. You felt it from. Marisol, Mar that once again, Marisol just played that scene yes. to perfection, and it felt so good. My only, I mean, this isn't part of the bad. This is just my uh, my story line negative. Is I'm kind of sad that Janine went to the dungeon because I think Janine would work so well on corruption now because corruption needed needs someone for for Marisol for a team. And Janine and Marisol would work so well as a team. And so you had someone who was open. And now that Janine's on the dungeon, I don't know if the story, like you're still going to see stuff from Janine, but at the same time, the story doesn't feel as strong as if you had like two women working together, building up a team to, for one, for one person who really is dealing with stuff. And I don't know, I just... That, that was the sad part. Also, I love all the Gucci stuff. I loved uh, Frank Janice running around, and honestly, it was great. All right. So, to count, I could counter the Janine thing, but I'm tabling that. <laughs> Corruption, all that, that entire little thing 
it has firmly done the thing that I've been wanting them to do and what I've been saying that they have been. Corruption's going to turn face. Now, when I say face, I don't mean like John Cena in the WWE, hustle, loyalty, and respect. Good guy. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about back in the late 90s, early 2000s, Stone Cold Steve Austin face, the rock face where they don't care who you are. If you're a heel or you're a face, they're going to make, they can make barbs at you, but the crowd is still going to cheer you because they love you. That is what's going to happen with corruption. I've been saying that. I can't wait for it. And the only reason why I say that's going to happen is because you could see the humility on Shannon's face. I almost I almost called her Sharon. I, on Shannon's face when she saw that she lost Adam. And it was because she was toying with him. It was because she played those mind games. And because of that, she realized like, oh, I messed up here. I was playing mind games and I shouldn't have done that. And I'm going to change my way. Like to me, the symbology of her taking the crown off and putting it down in my eyes, that's her going, I need to change some things. And there were Molly Damon specifically of POV suggested that she may go full, like heavy, like we're the he, I'm a massive heel now. I'm like, no, I, that is not going to happen. She's going to like turn the ship around, but not like go full again, not full baby face, like a ha ha. But like you, I, I hope I'm being understandable because like, this is what I think they're going to be in my opinion, like the stone Cold Steve Austin face where you do your good guy routine, but you're not afraid to like hit a stunner on a good guy as well. So that's, that's what I'm looking forward to when it comes to corruption. And yeah, that's so great. Um, well, let, Sam. Let's, oh, oh, I was going to, uh, before we, we're going to keep doing uh, the geeky, but I just want to talk about the chat real quick. And then I wanted to send some people off real quick. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, the racial Cushing cameo. Yes. yes. Hey, you I, are you wearing a Superman, the motion picture shirt? I'm just wearing a Superman shirt. You can determine if it's from the motion picture or not. <laughs> um, Brian, if we do get an Adam and Oyama team up, I need their team to be called the Acne Cor Corporation. That would be hilarious. Uh, Audrey, every girl deserves a tiara. Work it, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, corruption will be tweeners. I'm not against that. I think that could happen. Again, get if they're Stone Cold Steve Austin style faces, which is sort of the tweener, I'm fine with it. Sup, Lomas, or do I need to greet you with peace be with you or something? <laughs> 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 Finstock will be selling fin socks. Yes. As you can see, the latest in the line of fin socks. <laughs> no, I name. bring fire and judgment. Peace isn't my schnick. Shtick. <laughs> Stick. Pronounce um, the T. So uh, the reason why I wanted to go ahead and bring up the chat is because over on Spin From The Real... They are interviewing Christian Harloff. If you want to stick around with us, we're going to keep diving into the geeky. But if you want to head over there, tell them that we sent you and the Galaxy Geek says hi. But if you want to stick around, we we would love to keep you around. And yep. if you want to come back during the, the replay, we would love that. But we love giving uh, some love and some respect to spin from the real. So yeah, they, uh, they've done go. a lot of great work. They've earned it. And again, they're getting one of the biggest interviews right now in Christian Harloff. So if you want to, if you want to hear spin from the real interview, Christian Harloff, go over to the spin from the real 
channel or what entertainment so they can for a spin from the real they're live right now they've been a lot they've been live for maybe like two minutes so again yeah. if you want to if you want to go over there go check them out but we're still going to be here if you want to keep hanging out with us but if you want to go watch that interview go right on ahead continuing from where i was talking about the geeky with sam going perfect i know someone said he didn't go he didn't go perfect he pitched a no hitter i look at it as he went Perfect, but not truly perfect. That Sam going perfect was, in my opinion, the best way to start off his first match of the season. I mean, it's, ah, I loved it. Um, what else? Um, Juan Harris having a quote-unquote defined character. Great. Because yes. the delinquent last season was all over the place. So it's so great. Look, this episode, though I rank it below, like, it is... When I rank it below episode one, it's like, here's episode one, here is episode three. It is by close margins. And who knows, maybe tomorrow or next week, I'll change my mind. But as of right now, like, it was such a good episode. You may have to keep talking because I'm about oh, to sneeze. You're good. You're good. That, that was actually something I was about to bring up uh, with Lon Harris. I thought they did incredible with Lon Harris. I think personally, I truly believe that what they did with Lon Harris is how they should have handled Brandon Hanna. I really do think that's how they should have handled it. Where Brandon Hanna was struggling with trying to figure out storyline stuff and you're trying to figure out like re- like things that you like about him and everything else. Lon just be- was himself. And I think that's what you need to do with Brandon Hanna. He needs to just be himself. I think he has such a likability. I think he's such a nice guy. And I think him as a face works if he's just playing himself. That he's not just doing a, uh, pl- playing a, uh, putting on a show, but more of just being himself. I think you're going to enjoy that more. Yeah. And with that, is there any more from the peanut when gallery? Eli missed, missed the joke. What did I? What joke did I miss? Did I, I miss a joke. The, I think he missed something on the Superman one. What did I miss? Jesse, what did I miss? <laughs> was it the fin socks thing? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was the fin socks thing. Fin stock was selling fin socks. Yeah, but I brought that up. I mentioned ah. it. I even did prop comedy with it. See, sock. <laughs> anyway, is there anything else in the geeky that you two want to bring up? Because if not, let's go right into the first match recap. All right. I know who I would want my character to be if I were to be in the Schmodown. Okay, what is it? Wait, I need to know. We're going now. <laughs> I would want to be the Shield Maiden. <laughs> I'm not against it. it. I'm not right. against it. Hold on. If we're doing that, Luke, what do you want your character to be? Uh, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. The Stud Man Luke. I, I mean... Oh, come on. Everyone called a- you that. I Look, mean, it works. if you... Look, if every, if you just need to know, that's sort of like an inside joke, everyone. For in college, everyone called him Studman. Stud. Because of my everyone. last name. Yeah. It's not and really look, that inside joke. It's literally my last name. Yeah, it's not it's not funny. Anyway, <laughs> um <laughs> but I have two. I have officially now thought of a second one. My first one is if I'm a heel, I want to be the showstopper. And Luke knows what that looks like. He has seen the audition tapes. The two that I've made. I made one for FCL and one for MTS. So 
Which one will I get in first? You'll never know. Maybe. I won't. Uh. Look, if I officially play in the movie trivia showdown and I go out to LA, I'm not telling either of them that I'm doing that. I'm going to let it be a surprise for when they watch the episode. But the second one is just calling me myself, like the nickname of the Galaxy Geek. I'm representing the Galaxy Geeks. I am the Galaxy Geek. But anyway, moving on from the geeky to the movement versus Harris Brothers. Again, we set it up top in the introductions and in the Good, the Bad, the Ugly. Both of these matches were great matches. And I'm going to go through, like, all I'm mentioning is going through round one, Paul Preston misses question four in the category of action adventure. John Harris misses um, question... John Harris and JTE both miss question nine in the category of actors and actresses. And Lon misses a chance to go perfect by missing question 10 in the category of biopic. Out of round one, the score is Movement 18, Harris Bros. 7. Any thoughts on round one? Uh, no, I mean, I mean, what I'm really enjoying is the high scores on, on, these, on these matches. I really enjoy the high scores. And even though the matches are kind of, I mean, they're not the first questions aren't as difficult there's some that are still pretty tough yeah i mean i look i'm because i'm not writing down each question verbatim it's hard for me to play along now because i'm just like okay gotta type notes gotta pause write down miss but yeah like i yeah it's it's fun i just know that when it got to disney in the barbarian match i was like oh i'm gonna do pretty well did pretty well but anyway, coming into round number two, the movement have an opportunity to spin first, but they defer. They spin, uh, the Harris brothers spin Rocky, but they spin away and they land on the wild card slice, which is Alien Invasion. The Harris bros go perfect, five for five, no multiple choice in round number two. What were your reactions to the round, like Harris brothers round two, going perfect? No multiples. Audrey, what do you think? I think they were doing really good. <laughs> that they're a scary team. That yeah. I I think Lon is such an underrated great player. Yeah. I I don't know if I would um I like the Harris brothers a lot. I just think Lon works better other. I think they both work better separately than just together. Well, I think in I think this was Lon's best showing in a long time. And I felt like it was because it was two brothers playing together. Because, I mean, if you're two, like, for instance, for some, if for some good forsaken reason Luke were to start playing and we were teammates, I mean, I'd be carrying the load, but still, I feel like we'd have a. Wow. Well, I mean, let's wrong. be honest. <laughs> you're not wrong. Look, look, I'm just being, if Audrey and I were to be playing, we'd do pretty well. If you and I were to be playing, we wouldn't do well. And I'm going to mm -hmm. be y'all's manager because I'm going to have to keep y'all too. Hey, we're, <laughs> hey, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. The Galaxy Geeks, we're fine. Yeah, yeah, anyway, we, we'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But yes, going on to the movements spin, they land on Wildcard the first time, which I, I'm glad they spun away from because the likelihood of it being opponent's choice was a whole lot higher. But then they spun away and they landed on Tom Hanks and went five for five in round two, going multiple choice, going to multiple choice twice. Score out of round number two, Harris Bros 27, the movement 26. I look, 
throughout this entire game, they're just one point away from each other. And I think that's what was great about this match. I feel, again, both teams just proved it. I love, I love the alien invasion uh, slice for wild card. Oh, that was, that was so smart. I really like that. It's so broad. Yeah. And I love that about the wild cards. They're so broad. There's no way you can study for them or know. I love it. Who knew the Independence Day resurgence question? I saw Liam Hemsworth and I might have saw... When I saw Liam Hemsworth and Vivica A. Fox, I was like, wait, is that Independence Day Resurgence? Is it bad I forgot that movie exists? No, it's Uh, not. It it didn't happen. It never happened. It shouldn't have existed. That's the problem. I'm sorry, that movie was such a cash grab. Yes, it was. And then freaking... Okay, I'm about to go on a little rant. I'm very sorry. But the freaking... (laughs) director of that movie starts complaining about superhero movies ruining the like movies and all that i'm like come on do you not see what movies you make compare your movies to superhero movies you are making worse movies oh i I was gonna bring this up just because uh in conversation um since science takes place about four to six p.m. PST, I think we should would be cool to have the SCL go live on YouTube from seven to nine, or have it a couple hours earlier. Yes, that would yeah. be. I think that would be neat because that would be kind of like a and you know a, oh, a get, get you ready. I thought of something because you know, like they may have to take one like FCL take one week off, but like you know how they said the pay per view is going to happen, and then like maybe two hours or three hours before the pay-per-view is going to run live to the public, that time slot, when FCL comes back, put FCL in that time slot. I mean, there is someone on the bench right now. We need to hear some news about the Digital League. There is way too much talent sitting on the bench. I'm right here. <laughs> but I think he's talking about himself. I don't know. He's probably in the showdown. You never but know. Look, but look, um, if we just look at Flick and Real, we got um, Jesse, we got Sean, like two great IG players. And Jesse, I know you're going to say you're not a great IG player. You are. You just had two bad games and a rough win. <laughs> um, and like Peggy, yeah. we need to see her play. Like, ah, yes. we need to know about FCL soon. Anyway, yeah. that's the FCL rant of the show. There's only one. Um, and then we go into round number f- three. Harris Brothers chose the number first. They chose numbers 8, 18, and 19. The movement chose 12, 13, 11. Paul Preston goes first, gets the category of sequels and prequels, gets it correct for two points. Lon Harris goes second in the category of DC movies, gets it correct. JTE goes movement, and Matt and Ben gets it right. John Harris goes second, but gets it wrong in the category of Denzel Washington. Harris Brothers need to get their final question in the category of the Scots. You don't know who they are. That's Tony and Ridley Scott. And they get it right for five points. And the movement have Morgan Freeman, and they get it right. The final score for the match, the movement 36, Harris Brothers 34. Paul Preston getting his first team's win ever. That's How, how is that? How is that? A, he, a thing? I don't know. He is like, such he, a great... I think, honestly, he's had a string of bad luck because I know him and Adam Witt played really well together. Him and Tom played really well together. Him and Ben played okay together, no matter, like, Luke and I's disagreement on how they chose to play last season. 
But like, I feel, and it's so funny. It is so funny how some of Paul's losses last year were at the hands of JTE. And yeah. now look, they're partners and they are playing great together. In my opinion, this is the best outcome for Paul Preston. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and move on to the next match. We, Wait, uh, before, oh, before we move okay. on, Audrey, overall thoughts on this match. Go. It was a really good match. Do you have Thanks. fun with it? I did have fun with it. And all I can hear is, I'm T-H-E, Paul <laughs> Preston. <laughs> and he did the Peacemaker dance. I'll be honest, when that started happening, I started playing the song in my head. Like, do you really want to, do you really want to taste it? Oh, I'm watching myself comfortably in the low middle tier of energy, energy dumb. No, look, don't. You are a great competitor, Jesse. Yeah. Just look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm great. I'm hey, he, great. Hey, you I can say this. He beat, all, he, he beat all us on here. Just saying. <laughs> Challenge on, I would like a flag on the play. Flag on the play. <laughs> Okay, he he said energy dumb. He meant energy. Okay, that makes oh. a lot more sense. Energy yeah. dumb. Okay, that makes sense. But anyway, moving on to the main event, the number one contenders match: Sam Levine versus the Barbarian. I mean, I could run down each round and show like, oh, Barbarian missed this question and this question, but ultimately that's all it would be. Like, Barbarian missed this in round one. Barbarian missed this in round two. Sam went perfect. <sighs> This yeah. match was great. Sam showed how good of a player he 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 was and is and still to be. I think he, he still got this. it. He needed whenever this. Whenever really they did. like whenever they were getting going, I looked at looking like I already know I'm gonna lose. Like <laughs> my guy's my not gonna win. I already know when I was right. <laughs> but, okay, what were your thoughts, both of you? Whoever wants to chime in first. What Are were your you thoughts on when Barbarian was throwing jabs at um, Sam throughout the match. And then when Sam stole that point and was basically like, hey, screw you. <laughs> Thoughts. Ooh, burn. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember writing in my notes, like, oh, man, Barbarian is roasting Sam. And then when it got turned around, I was like, well, dang. Yeah. Honestly, I thought I thought it was funny. I I think Barbarian needed to be a little careful because throwing mm -hmm. jabs at Sam doesn't really work when he's getting every question right. You only throw on the, jabs when And it was on the losses. final question of round two. The final question of round two. That's when Sam was able to get it. I, Man. I wouldn't mess with Sam. I think Sam's the, the player that you are going to have to watch out for. I think Marisol has her work cut out for uh, you tell tell us what you think, and we'll dive into what who who what we think of the this upcoming Titans is coming up week. Oh, what am I about the match? Yeah, talk about oh, the it. Match. Was, it was fantastic. The final score was Sam thirty one, Barbarian twenty six. Close game. We cannot we cannot emphasize this. This is close game, and I love and I loved how close it was because it was one of those it was one of those games where you could assume that um, you might assume that Sam could win outright, but it wasn't. He was able, he had to fight his way to the win, but throughout, he was always in the lead. 
no, no one could take that away from him. He was always in the lead. And I wanted to specify, I wanted to ask this question. Sam is back. He's about to play for a title. He just went perfect. He had a perfect game. Not a, not a true perfect game, but a perfect game. Is Sam getting close to being in consideration for the GOAT title? Uh, no, no. Uh, just due to the fact of he needs, he needs to win the title and defend it a couple of times. You've got well, to remember. You remember, like when he had that belt the first time, he defended it twice against Rachel and Clark. Yes, but you've got a lot of com- people who are like, "Oh, that was the old days, this or that." He needs a to win against Marisol, and <laughs> so you guys want to set up a, a unaired match between me and Neil? I'm not saying Let's we might go. <laughs> Let's go, Jesse. We we might have to set that up. That that would be fun. <laughs> Jesse, you but, get your people to write some questions. Luke can try to write questions. Audrey will definitely be able to write the questions. We might, we uh, might have set that up. Yeah, I, let's go. Unaired. But oh. honestly, I think it was... Um, I don't know. I, I think Sam needs to at least win the belt and defend it at least once mm-hmm. to be considered top GOAT. Because, God, remember, Dan is up there. And I don't think you give it to Sam until you see another match between Dan and Sam. Yeah. Once once you see that match, you guys see what happens with between him and Marisol. And let's just say he wins against Marisol, then he's got to beat Dan. And then if he beats Dan, there's no one on, uh, above him. Yeah, I think uh, Audrey, your thoughts. Yes. Can you repeat the question. Um, with Sam coming back with a strong comeback and with how he ended his career before he came back with both of the titles over his shoulder, is Sam Levine in line for being considered the goat of the Schmodam or is Dan Merle still the goat? I think Sam has a chance. All right. Like I, again, it was just a question that I wanted to put out there because again, it's rare for players to come back, Strong because even Dan, when he came back, he lost to Andrew Guy, but Sam mm-hmm. came back. But won the number Sam's one been contender. around the game the past couple of years as a manager, and that does matter because he's yeah. watched the game progress and he was playing the game with his competitors. So that Dan didn't have that. Dan was just coming back blind. Yeah, and so that I'm, does matter. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what is next on the docket for. Sam, which we all know, it's the title match. It's the pay-per-view, which, speaking of the pay-per-view for next week, unless we have any more comments we want to bring yeah, up first. people are actually talking in, in the chat, so that's nice. Yay! I need a Sam versus Ethan matchup? Yes. Let's go! I was thinking the same thing, Brian! <laughs> Flicking right. Um, my top three are Dan, Mike, and Sam. Yes, I... Yeah, that's great. Which, also, that, that brings up the point. Is Mike... I'm sorry, I'm diverting. Is Mike the goat of the Smowdown? Because he three divisions. I would say I'm not going to give anyone straight goat. I think you. I like the idea of Rushmore versus just goat. I think you have a top top four to three mm-hmm. to four that you can pick from, but the top three you can kind of move around and switch. So it's like around. It's this three right now. It's just these Dan, Mike, and Sam. Those yeah. are the three. We got to try to find the number four. 
If you could put Sam on a team, who would you put him with? Ooh. Okay. I know people may disagree with me on this. I'm ready for all the hate. Drew McWeeny. Bring bring above the line back. The reason why I say that is because Drew McWeeny played his best when he was with Sam. They won the title together. So a part of me wants to be like, all right, if Sam's going to make a comeback tour, let's bring above the line back. Above the line is the team that beat the Patriots twice. I have a more interesting pick. Okay. Sam and Paige for Brady. Oh, would Paige want that though? Think about it. They worked together for the past year. I know, but if you, but if you've seen the tweets, she was upset, but Mm -hmm. think of them on a team. They would be so interesting together. Yeah. Audrey, who do you want to see Sam on a team with? Yeah, this is kind of hard for me because I'm new and still learning everybody. So mind if I pass. Yeah, yeah. you're good. You're Go good. Ahead. You're good. Okay. Uh, but no, I think either or. Oh, no, I know. Who? Sam and Bateman. No. <laughs> That's not Ben's super... a heel. <laughs> that... No. Sam leans heel. No. Th- you're telling me that this show. I want Audrey's opinion on this one now. You're saying this entire episode that we saw. That was a heel, Sam. No, no, I think it was more like, it's more of a tweener. He had an edge to No, him. that was a baby face. That was a baby face. If I had I ever tw- seen a baby face. I think tweener, where he's he's still got an edge to him, and I think he can lean into it as time goes on. What do you think, Audrey? Hmm. Was he a I baby mean, face I or tweener? I, honestly, I could see either way, but I don't know, with him being the greatest player that he is honestly if you think about it he was the shimominati so there might be a chance he could be a tweener oh thank you for bringing that up thank (laughs) you but we still have to wonder how did sam get this title match i don't i don't know how he got the title match i mean no one else knows no no not all nothing there could be something hidden in there that's bubbling to the surface interesting (laughs) look brian i know sam is sassy and then Sam and Draco. Oh, that would, that would be, be interesting because then Draco wants to come back. That would be interesting. I I, I wouldn't be against it. Yeah. So let's let's since uh, we're we'll at this week. the pay per view and we have both matches, so we can perfectly predict it. Hold on, before we even go, I need to look at some rosters because the first match, the undercard is Chance Ellison versus William Bibiani. Who has bibs? Audrey has bibs. Who has chance? No matter what, Audrey's getting points. Oh. <laughs> She's Finally. getting points. It's the only way I can get points is playing myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, hold on. I got Marisol. And no one has Sam. So, nope. All right. So, we'll start with the undercard. We'll start with Audrey because both of her players are playing against each other. Audrey, which one are you rooting for? Uh, all right. Just one more time. What are their names again? William Bibiani versus Chance Ellison. I'm going to go with Bibiani. All right. Luke. Bibs. Bibs all day long. I love me some bibs. Look, Brian's in the chat. He knows who I'm going to say. I'm going to say Chance because KO Corruption Chill. But we'll see what that is like in the main event. 
Oh, Brian brings I'm... up, how about a Sam and Rachel if she returns team up? That would be, oh, that would be fun. Oh, Sam... you know what you call them? You know what you call them? Power couple. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> Eli and I know we're picking corruption double feature. <laughs> well, maybe. I need an epic Yes, I agree with uh, Brian. I do miss the epic entrances, and I hope we get a good one. It's going to be him just with the glitter. With the... <laughs> so um, let's move on to the main event. Yes, the main event for the Smodown singles title. Marisol McKee, the champion, defending against, as we've all seen, Sam Levine. Audrey, who are you picking? I feel like Sam's going to get it. I just have his oh. feeling. Interesting. Luke? <sighs> this one's hard. This one's really hard. I Are you if, gonna if pick I... on your faction or not? That's that's the thing. I I want Marisol, but Marisol's had a bit of a break. Sam just had a, a match this past week. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Sam. I've got. Oh. I just have a feeling again for Sam right now. I I hope for Marisol. I'd love Marisol to win, especially on the winning streak she is on. But Sam, to me, has a. I got a weird feeling about it. I think I gotta go, Sam. If she wins, she defends the belt record three times and gets eight victories under her belt. And again, she'll be the first person to defend the belt three times. So, yeah, um, this is a hard one. I know Brian was in the chat like, yeah, the Corruption Shields are already picking all Corruption, but we can't deny. Yeah, see? Uh, uh, Brian, this is legitimately tough. I love both players, but got to go with Marisol for the five, by the five points. Yeah, this is tough. I love them both. Like, the way Sam came back was, in my opinion, the best way any player who's been away from the game, that's the best way to come back. Just oh, yeah. go in, perfect game, even get a steal in there, and just, whoosh. I mean, that's the, that is the perfect way to make a comeback. And so it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. I would, mm, I will say. It's going to be, it's going to come down to the buzzers. It's honestly going to come back, come down to the speed round. And so. And maybe Sam's out of practice on the speed round. Yeah. The last time he's had to play a speed round was against. And I think Brian can correct me in chat. I think his last title match was against Clark Wolf. It was either against Clark or. Um, and I'm talking about singles. I think it was against Clark Wolf. I think Rachel was the first title defense and then it was Clark. I can't remember. But I think because Marisol proved herself against Griffey Nunes. When Griffey was on like a run, so I'm gonna have to say it's it's in a very close match. Marisol's taking the victory, defending her belt three times in a row. Well, let's let's go ahead and uh, finish up with Oyama cashing his free for all oh, shot. That's right. Yep. I had another point. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. If it just happened straight up, Marisol wins. However, I'm also predicting, and I'm not gonna get any points for this. I am predicting that, and there's some people saying, oh, Oyama's going to cash in after the match. No, he's going to cash in before the match starts and make it a triple threat. That is my prediction. Ooh. I see him making it a triple threat match. Honestly, 
I'd be okay with it. I'm Just not imagine. It. Like, it's everyone's getting ready, Sanvers and Marisol, and then you hear Swag's music. And Paul comes out and says, I'm cashing in. This isn't a one-on-one match. This is a triple threat. Because then Marisol and Sam have to rework their strategy. Because playing one-on-one is you have to use a separate strategy and mindset than playing in, in a triple threat. And I think this because we haven't had a triple threat since season seven. And it would the, work. It would work so well because if you really think about it, Sam's just coming back, so it's not really you don't feel too bad like oh Sam's getting uh, uh, shafted. It's like no, Sam's just coming back. It's it's something new. This is so different. Yeah. And you've also got the fact that Swag just did did the unspeakable against mm-hmm. corruption. So if you had Oyama with Swag come in and say, hey, I'm throwing in my my uh, my title shot in. That triple threat, people would go ballistic and it would be a pay-per-view level match even yeah. more than just uh, those two against each other. Having a triple threat there, people would go ballistic. I think and, people would go insane. And again, the last time we had a triple threat match was Dan versus Dan Murrow versus William Bibbs and Brennan Meyer to determine who was going to play Ben Bateman for the title. That's... Almost two years. It's 2019. No, 2020. So, yeah, this would be the first match, first triple threat in two years. You cannot and, tell me that wouldn't be. Mwah. And with how, how Christian works and how he thinks, he wants to do something big. And this would be huge. I, I want yeah. it. I want it. Eli, great, great thought, because I think I want it more than anything else now. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. But. That changes things now. If it's a triple threat match, do are we all still like Sam and Marisol, or putting Paul in there? Are we a little bit more like, oh, could Paul Let, win? Let's let's not uh, predict on that just because there's mm-hmm. no way of fully knowing. And that when it comes to a triple threat, anything can happen, and you can't really predict for that. I need to double check something. Okay. Do I have a young? Okay. Did none of yeah. oh, you have a young? Dang it! Trad it. All right. Oh, my bad. I forgot to take that off. Oh. All right. So before we head out, let's go into the final few comments that we got here. You've got if uh, Brian, if Mike can defend three times in IG, the Marisol can defend three times. Exactly. In singles was against Clark Wolf. That's when he got to be the first player to get ten wins. Yeah. Wow. And then I can't wait for the promos this match. Yeah, Agreed. this one, this match, again, we, I, how everyone's been like, oh man, I've missed promos for all the matches. Like, they're waiting for the main event pay per view matches. And just, yeah, this is going to be big. And with Brian being the final comment and it being 733 local time where we are, I'm sorry, I just timed, I dated us. Oh no, whenever people watch this on the replay, they're going to know what time it was when we ended. That has been our show, everybody. I hope you've all enjoyed as we talked about the Schmodown. And if you're here on the replay, please hit the like button and subscribe to the channel. That helps us a lot. And hit the notification bell. That way you'll be notified whenever a new video like this goes live and you can all join in the live chat. Also, we didn't mention this up top, but it's one of those things where if you want to, you can. Super chats are on if you want to do super chats whenever we do the live show throughout. You can. You don't have to. It's fine. But (laughs) all that being said, 
that has been Audrey. I almost said Luke because freaking... Ah, that has been Audrey. That has been Luke. I have been Eli. And I hope you all have a great rest of the day. Thank you.